0: okay um wow it's been a while uh, we've been on a hiatus with this podcast but you know what great we things. needed it yeah because why because great things take time mm-hmm. and sometimes it's good to step away it's good to like refresh and uh reflect mm-hmm. and what better way to start up again than with our awesome dp uh book writer business owner guest
1: Rafael. hey uh yes I'm glad to be here yes glad to be here definitely
0: so uh, elaborate on that tell us a little bit more about yourself
1: uh well um you know if you look at my Instagram my Instagram handle is a film director yes and the reason why is before I got that handle uh, it was my company's name uh, the old company's name and everyone because I started working with chase Walker um, you know people started to see me as a DP but the way I met Chase is, I was directing a short film, and I saw his um, ability to get makes shit happen. Are we able to curse on here? Yeah, I mean, oh, okay, of cool, course, man.
0: all the way. That's a vice. <laughs> huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, cool. um shit happen. That, that shit happen.
1: And so um he came in on and as a producer for my short film, nice. and I, um, I was, I was very pleased with his ability to make it happen. And from then on. We started working together on a lot of projects, and people started to see me as his DP, and they started calling me a DP, and I was like, I'm a DP, and so I, I never was a DP, uh, and I remember being a director, I was trying to hire a DP, and I saw his work, it was so good, and I was like, hey, how, how, much, how much are you, uh, Like, you know, how much your rate is, and he said, $200 an hour, And I was I was doing the math and I was like, yeah, I can't I can't afford him. He had a minimum, too, because he wasn't even in Georgia. So um, I had to learn to be a DP because I wanted to make my films look good. And I got lost in the sauce over time and slowly stopped making my films, started making my films. It went from 100 percent of the time making my films to about. 30% 30% of the times making my films to 0% of the times making my films and I haven't made a short film um, in years but I also I, um, I made a feature film when I was 23 nice yes and uh, thank you and um, it, it it went crazy right now it has almost 3 million views on YouTube <laughs> and um, uh, I was talking to a director named Spencer Susser who directed Hesher starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Natalie Portman no way Really? on on Facebook uh, because he he made a short film called um I Love Sarah Jane okay and I was very fascinated with that film so I I hit him I found him on on Facebook hit him up he was you know talking to me back and forth and I asked him I was like how are you getting these projects done how are you making this happen and he you know the advice he gave me was very important cuz I was sitting in my living room and I had a, a desk in my living room with my uh Computer and he um, he said the only advice I can give you is write what you know and use the spaces you have and he said he literally said this he was he was saying look in your living room I was already in my living room and I looked back at my living room because and you know, I saw the every the whole setup he was like um, it's boring to you and it's it's mundane to you but no one else have seen it and. It's a whole new world and interesting to other people. So he said, "Shoot, write something for your living room and shoot it." I instantly thought of um, uh, uh, a concept that meshes um, the Breakfast Club movie um, with with just, I guess, my mindset at the time, and it's called Five Miles: A Teenage Rage. So I, I was twenty-three. That's powerful yeah it's a foul mouth colon a teenage rage and um and uh and so i wrote the entire fee it was like 100 pages wrote it for my living room it was a slumber party these kids come together they just graduated from high school and you know all the shit hits the fan but that was my start there in uh really producing something as as ambitious as that and honestly i feel like that is what changed my whole career path like chase again that's how he found me is he um i don't know if he want to tell me to tell this story but uh he he told me that at the theater that i sold out my movie th- my movie in uh the plaza theater at the time he said that he rented out the bottom theater and i i rented out the top and uh he said the bottom theater had about 500 to 700 seats and maybe like six people showed up to his um to his movie. And he had name actors, uh, Philip Emmanuel, some other people he knew, because he knows a lot of people. And he wanted to know how did I sell out the movie? Uh, same movie with no name actors. And um, and that that was just God, you know, and it it definitely helped me out. And so from now, from then on, I'm I consider myself mostly uh a director. Well, how and,
2: did you sell it out?
1: Well, all right, so one of my main actors, Corey Chapman, a uh, very talented actor, and I've worked with him about maybe five or six times on different projects, and uh, I, I, I can't wait to work with him again. He, um, he had an idea where he had the tickets, and he would show people, he, it didn't matter who he was, he told them about the movie, he showed them holding the ticket, a picture of them holding the ticket. They didn't necessarily buy the ticket, but that made people buy the ticket. Because everybody who knew the person who was holding the ticket, you know, it kind of validated for them and they decided to buy the ticket too. And that was the that was the whole marketing strategy. Oh, you, you want a ticket? Are oh, you gonna buy it for real? Let me take a picture. Or you're not gonna buy it, can I still take a picture of you holding the ticket? And that literally is what what did it? Wow. Yeah so much to unpack
0: just from that intro (laughs) i don't even know where to begin like that was good that's uh, you would be able to sell a movie with that type of intro good introduction (laughs) man i appreciate it nice well before we get started normally uh on creative vices we tend to enjoy a vice of the best choice uh normally alcoholic
2: yeah what are we drinking today
0: right now it's refreshing Mm. literally uh we're gonna be uh drinking some H2O, ice-cold H2O <laughs> from the Mountain Valley brand,
1: Spring Water. Me,
2: off- up, me up some of that water, man. Oh, my gosh. Some of that authentic
0: mountain water. that's <laughs> some ASMR.
1: I was kind of joking when you asked me, you know, what what my advice was. Yes, it's water, but I think I did say something like, I said high-quality H2O or something like that.
2: High-quality H2O, <laughs> indeed. Look,
0: if you
1: back down and want something harder, we have, a, we have a little... Oh, wow. Well, you know, I kind of entertained... Um, uh, too many people in the last four days, so I think I drank too much already.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: thank make you. sure you say hi- hydration is important.
1: Right? Yes. Yes.
2: Hydration is cheers. the key to success. It's cheers something. with their water mugs. Some people <laughs> say you're sharing
0: cheers with water, but I say fuck them. <laughs> I was about to say the same thing. But, jeez. Mm. Um, so, water you. before... To give a little bit more context out of all that that you just gave us, I mean, Chase, Chase Walker. Uh, I think I've told you about it, Chase Walker is the owner of a Atlanta Grip Truck. I've been able to have the privilege to work with them several times. That's how we, Rafael and I met, um, met some dope people. Uh, it's, for the most part, it's pretty chill. Everyone's just there to like help out each other, it's team ethics, and... Tell him to
2: hit me up. I got two hands.
0: I mean, yes, sir.
2: I'm a, I'm a capable young man.
0: <laughs> I can always refer, but my strongest advice is just show face. Show face will do more than, hey, do you know this guy? You should meet him. Yeah, man. Give me a time and a place. Well, we're gonna we're gonna talk with him. We're gonna talk to uh, Whitney, who is the mm. uh, social media coordinator nice. and other stuff. Um, and we're talking about potential collaborations because she's always looking for BTS to like promote the brand mm-hmm. and we're doing lighting exercises time to time so I'm like oh let's what if what if we use your space when it's not being used for like some of our exercises uh. we wear the shirts we uh, we capture BTS and we yeah. give it to you. Whose idea was that? Uh, mine. That
1: was a very good idea. Because
0: she, she, she uh, I forgot how it started she wanted uh, she offered us to pay us some money to capture some photos and videos of of that and I'm like hmm nah let's do something better that will benefit both parties let's collaborate I mean we're doing already these exercises instead of faking yeah. it let's use our resources I'll put on the hoodie the shirt with the the brand and we just got b-roll we'll cut it up for you if you want you got what you want we got what we want and at the end of the day we're helping each other out because at the end of the day just like the podcast just like the brand overall we're building community. We're building uh, a strong family. So it just made sense.
1: I like that. That's very conscious of you. Yeah. I like it. I call it daring
0: and ambitious sometimes. Mm-hmm. It might bite me in the tongue or in the back too much. But you know what? It's better do than regret.
2: Yeah. Some I, good collaboration is going to come out of this.
0: Yeah. yeah. And also, thank you for taking time to be here. I mean. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank I you mean, for With everything me. that's going on, I mean, you just released a... a Uh, children's book which yes yes I mean tell us about that like you from from the ads that I've, I've seen I've taken that the approach was you wanted to like offer something that maybe you didn't have growing up something that was a little bit more what was it um engaging to the real world approach or I forgot the exact words you said but it was something around that realm
1: yeah, well, <clears throat> I actually brought the book hey, oh. <laughs> um, for you guys to check out and see in physical form. There, nice, yes, you did the cover art. Yes, One uh, I did. So, um, you did the cover art. Well, all right, so I did the first page. If you open up the first page, you'll see, um, bam, at the bottom,
2: written by Rafael Gutierrez, illustrations by artificial intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: yes, yes. So, I, um I did my the way I built it is I wrote the book first and then started to bring illustrations out that would kind of bring out the words. Mm-hmm. Um, I should have waited to do the illustrations until I did the layout. Like if you look through the book, you can see how the layout and the words are placed in certain places. I I had to go back and do a few of them like that just because some of the images I had taking hours to, to to not just, I didn't just render them through artificial intelligence. I gave a great prompt. Then I took them into Photoshop. And if you know, um, MidJourney is the, the application I use. Mm. Um journey. Yeah, Mid MidJourney. Yeah, MidJourney's dope. And honestly, I haven't found anything that's comparable to what I was looking for. And uh, But they had an issue with fingers. And mm. the fingers would always come up like six fingers on the hand Who's that? She's another AI. That's AI. That's not a real person. Wow,
0: <laughs> that's lifelike.
1: Right, right, right. That's crazy. Yeah, and so um, I had to take it into Photoshop, re-manipulate things, and some things like like that first image, the cover art, they weren't giving me what I was looking for. Um, so I had to place, I had to get a picture of like a AI image that I liked, put it into clouds manipulate it to a point where it didn't look realistic or look like it was, you know, seamless. It was it was cut out almost like, you know, just a collage of of, of of different things. But And I did it on purpose just so Mid Journey can kind of recognize that there's a person and that, you know, and that there's clouds. And so I prompt, re-prompted it and told them the colors I wanted and told them, I really, I had I done, I did this particular image like six times because I wanted a light to come from the book to hear her face. And I did get that on one of the, the um, the images that was generated, but it didn't. Um, she wasn't. She didn't look. I loved her. Like this whole image, it wasn't the same. So I, I was like, there's nothing. That not one of my images, in my opinion, was better than this. This, this, this cover art. So I had to use that. I was like, I got to use that one for. Her. The only other downside is Mid Journey doesn't allow, doesn't seem to replicate. The, the characters um mm. as, so you look through the book and she looks so a little different. slightly different yeah mm-hmm. yeah even if i re-put her into there and generate it but yeah
2: i've used midjourney before to to try to get some concept art of some characters for the comic book i'm working on with justin mm. and so, bro, dude so you get lost in there sometimes <laughs> i can yeah. imagine you probably spent so many
1: hours yes
2: just like typing and retyping prompts and trying to get an image out of another image out of another image. Right.
1: Yeah. It took it took about for for all of these images. I got a total of thirty four that I that I, the top ones that I, I liked. But it said that I generated over eight hundred images. <laughs> eight hundred. And and you know um, you get lost because yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah you just keep doing it over and over. And then of course you know you take a break from the work and just start generating stuff that's yeah. for fun. But yeah. Nice. So, no. But yeah, just to, to let you know yeah. that the book is about, the entire series is about um, enlightenment. Mm. And This young lady, Cherie, um, and the, the title of the series is Cherie and Her Magical Journey of Discovery. Um, she is a seven-year-old girl who becomes aware and have enlightening experiences. Um, and in this book, that's what happens. And so this this particular book is about one. Is her realization that everything is one thing happening, and so uh, that she starts to understand it and see the concept, see trees, see see how you know um, her friend' perspective is different from hers, but it's all a part of this whole one thing happening. You know, so yeah, that's what this book is about, and what I wanted to the, share that with people. What was the inspiration for this story? Well, I have been practicing enlightenment for. Um, since two thousand seventeen, I don't know how many years that is, but um, too many. Too many. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And so, I, and I couldn't. In the first three years, I couldn't even communicate it with people because no one understood what I was talking about, and I sounded crazy. I sounded like I lost my mind. You know all this stuff. But then I had to hone in on it, and it 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 manifested itself in a book. So um, I have a very like keen understanding of. Reality And it, it helps me not Experience the things That other people are experiencing The negative things That people are experiencing mm-hmm. in life I'm with you on that
2: yeah. I feel like I mean I, I would like to say I do as well Ooh. Um, I like to meditate Sometimes when I get really Anxious or stressed out About yeah. certain things And I find that it helps Sometimes I feel like I speak directly with nature mm-hmm. When I do so
1: Have you ever done Any um, uh, Psychedelics I've done shrooms
2: oh, okay Shrooms are great it was great <laughs> do shroom, yeah douche <laughs> Nope, no
0: no yes we intake yeah. certain stuff here in this household so we can motivate creativity
2: yeah <laughs> yeah i i also
0: i like to uh, drink a lot of tea yeah you're 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 an herbal drinker yeah i'm in that herbal life yeah you know gotta get your your nutrition i guess i don't even
1: know you, are you in the other herbal life, uh, the 420 herbal life? Yes. Yeah. That's the only <laughs> one I know.
2: That's the only thing that eases the anxiety and the ADHD.
0: But also, it's, um, well, before going to that, uh,
1: where can we find that book? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Thank you for, for that. Uh, you can find it on Amazon. There's either a Kindle Unlimited, where you could get it free with your subscription with Kindle Unlimited as a, a, a digital. Mm-hmm. book but you also can get the paperback on amazon as well you just type in sheree and her magical journey of discovery and it'll show up and
0: is, was there was there like a learning curve or did you have to know something in regards to publication or pub, publishing like how what was your knowledge
1: going into this venture i had no knowledge going Beautiful. into it um it's just the way i like it <laughs> yep <laughs> jump right. in figure it out on the yeah way. yeah yeah and that that, that was the um that was the method for this entire book, really. You know, every aspect of it was just do it, do it, do it. Because I realized that I had the capability of doing it. And it's like, it was almost like it was placed into me and it was like, okay, it's my responsibility because no one else is, is doing it. So I need to do this and I did it. And so I had to work it that way. But um, you said something, you said, you asked the question, you just said something like, what did you just say? <laughs> How much
2: publication knowledge? Oh, oh yeah, that. Yeah. Whew,
1: you caught us. Um, <laughs> That's why he's
2: here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but when I went in to go and try to publish it, uh, it was easier to do the ebook. Mm-hmm. It was they didn't really care about anything. But it was when it was doing paperback where they sent it back to me like eight times because um, of things I didn't know that I didn't have. Like you see, like the whole the full page it has to be the full full line, which is I knew. But then some of the pages were cut off at the the bottom, and I didn't know, and some of the words were not within the, the safe zones that I didn't know. I thought they were, but they weren't, and they, they only, they tweaked, they told me just enough to tweak a little bit at a time, and so I was getting anxious a little bit of like, okay, you know, I wanted this to be done by May 5th, you know, for two reasons, but, um, I, I wanted to be done by May fifth, and that was that was the the, the the hard part is publishing the paperback.
0: You know, it's crazy though.
1: Here's I'm gonna I'm gonna connect the previous theme to just
0: now. Um, enlightenment can be many things. It can be different mm-hmm. interpretations and perceptions on the individual, depending on what they're trying to pursue and Absolutely. and get. For me, enlightenment is clarity, knowing what I want. Mm. So that is a a pure example of having a sense of enlightenment because it's one thing saying, I want to write a book. It's another say- thing saying, I'm going to write a book. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, giving you yourself a deadline. Whether cause It's the same thing with the podcast, same thing with the lighting exercise, same thing with anything. I think enlightenment is just having the, the, the courage to just figure it out. I like um, that. Or a version of it. Because sometimes we get muddled in the whole... Yeah, but I don't have money. Yeah, but this, but that. It's never. Ne- it's in the very beginning, even to let's say up to many attempts. It's it's never gonna be near perfect, mm-hmm. but it's gonna be closer to where you're trying to get to. So for that, pat patting your back, congratulations, cheers,
1: toast. Thank yeah, man. That's you How you build it. stairs? Off up, whatever, oh, whatever yes. your vice One is. One step at a time. Yes. How do you eat an elephant? Wow. One bite at a time. Ah, yeah, I like that.
0: <laughs> Although he wouldn't like that because he loves elephants. Yeah, I like elephants. Yeah. There's an elephant over there. You right there. Yeah. Uh, oh wow. Like, what? <laughs> wow. Uh, that works. One thing I want to say is that paperback for sale. Uh, yes, actually. <laughs> I would like to support you and buy. Wow. Paper. Awesome, man. So, yeah. Dope. Um, I don't know if you have a preference whether it's cash. I, if you have Zell, I can. Yeah, we can do, do, a, do
1: that definitely at the podcast. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, we can. Beautiful. Once we
0: end, we'll we'll do the uh, transaction. Really I wanted to support. ask,
2: um,
0: <clears throat> you had you had said what your motivation was
2: or what your inspiration mm-hmm. was for this, and why you felt like you needed to do it. So, like, wh- what what would be like the goal? With, what's the what's the the end goal in mind with this particular uh, book? Well, so <clears throat> what do you want to achieve from having published it?
1: Right. Well, you know, so I just talked to another friend earlier today and, yes, thank you. Thank you. Um, and he kind of asked me the same question, but he also brought something to my attention that I wasn't aware of. He said that that I, um, I tap into a, a few different mediums of creativity uh, and books right now is one of them and the expression kind of floods out into everything that I'm doing and My goal, my end goal is to make the world a better place. Um, And I realized that if I had this book at a younger age, hopefully, I got to read it too. (laughs) You know, I can't just have it. But, um, and I understood it, then I wouldn't have gone through a lot of the, the misunderstandings that I went through in life because I didn't have, I really didn't have a mentor. I really didn't have anyone that knew anything in my life. Like it was, it was everybody's around me was, was living life for survival and just conditioned in their duality world. You know, it's just... Bro,
0: you're in the right table right now because really? I think we all have that sense of, to an extent, survivalism, mm-hmm. uh, but for different reasons because also a curse I have, going back to something we talked, like off mic, is types of... Um, Types of roles within a team, or, 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 and one of them is leadership, Mm -hmm. which
2: yeah archetypes, archetypes. Yes,
0: one of the fortunes and misfortunes is that I happen to be a leader. Mm -hmm. Um, The misfortune is that you never, or you, your, your, your pursuit to finding someone to learn from. It's much more difficult because you're the one that people are looking up to. Right?
2: Don't they right. say? Don't they say that the best leaders never want to lead? Yeah, mm. I, I
0: don't. Yeah. I, I don't enjoy leading. I just do it because I I need to get shit done. <laughs> right. So, right. but at the end of the day, I'd rather be kind of like what this book is trying to be. I'd rather be a source of motivation or enlightenment or just clarity for someone that's in the mud. Than, than just be a doer. That's what you are for me, man. Wow. Yeah, you should say it more often. I don't know about it. <laughs> I tell you that almost every day. He gives you your flowers. <laughs> oh, he
1: gives me a different type one, of flowers.
2: <laughs> one petal at a time.
1: That's hilarious. Wow. But but that's dope. So you you became aware of that. Oh, thank you. Cheers to your book.
0: Cheers thank to you. You doing shit Cheers to your podcast and hell yeah
2: just oh. the creativity and expression
1: mm Mm-hmm.
2: exacto
0: facto now you wanted to say something um well
1: i mean what do you mean <laughs>
0: i don't know i thought i was cutting you off for a second well, I,
1: my, my mind literally is, is a short-term memory so everything Beautiful. that comes it just disappears that just means you're in happens. the moment so i value
0: that <laughs> um do you want to ask them anything about the book before we move on
2: no man i i I love it. I love the the inspiration and the concept behind it. Um, I think you you know you, you wrote what you knew. And and I believe
0: I, it's a, probably want to a say beautiful
2: thing. A little piece of your beautiful heart thing. and soul.
0: Yeah, what? life's a beautiful thing. Like Mac Miller said on Tiny Desk. <laughs> yeah, a that's beautiful a
2: beautiful thing. thing. <laughs> um, I
0: think I want to add one final note because um, I know there's a lot of hoopla with this. Uh,
2: wow. Look at. Word of the day toilet paper or something? Hoopla.
0: Hoopla. <laughs> um, the whole AI topic, I know there's a mm-hmm. lot of hoopla and a lot of like just like contrasting there's a, opinions. Yeah,
2: there's a lot of takes. But, on opposite side.
0: Something I learned or we learned in one of our recent podcasts is we, sure, there's an unknown, there's fear of, of what possibilities can be on the other side. But mm-hmm. also, we have to remember that it's a tool. Uh, the simplest way I can put it is, the AI is just gonna output what you input, and at the end of the day, just like what you said with the art, it's never really gonna grasp the true intentions that the creator's trying to have. So, how I've perceived AI now is having a writer's room with no one there. Mm. because it's some it's it's something that you can like. Have a conversation, develop something with. Right. Yeah. When you're the only one in the room,
2: it's like it, I, it's like when you when you don't have anybody to play ping pong with, you fold the table in half, play against the wall. Yeah. <laughs> you get me. Yeah. Wow. A good old Forrest Gump. Exactly. You play with yourself, and you bounce it back and forth. You bounce ideas back and forth. And that's yes. how you get should develop. because a lot of times stuff gets stuck because you're stuck in your own head. You know, you got to talk to someone and be like, hey, let me bounce this idea off. You see what feedback I can get build from there. That's kind of the tool that some uh, AI can provide to you.
1: And that's usually all it takes, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you need someone to talk to or something to kind of collaborate with uh, to cr- be creative. That's what creativity is, mm-hmm. is putting two or more things together that already exist. So if you put yourself with another person or with another thing, anyway, you, you can create something. And but what are your take? You said it's a tool. Obviously, it's a tool, and that's like you're not afraid of it.
0: I was until I heard that description because one of the analogies is when the what was it? When the tractor was
1: invented
0: back in the 18th, 19th century, a lot of farmers were probably like against it because mm-hmm. oh, that's not farming. Farming, you got to get down and dirty oh, right, with the right. dirt and do it by hand but at the end of the day there's gonna be evolution in all the things that we do so either we hop on and work with it or we resist it and fall behind yeah okay become i see it as
2: a i do see it as a tool but i also see it as something powerful enough that can be used for good or for evil depending on whose hands it's in you know
1: right so are you a uh, cautious about it all in what sense? Well, so there's one statement um, that the creator slash, you know, the, the, the creator of it, of, of ChatGPT, mm-hmm. um, he said something along the lines. I'm not going to be verbatim, obviously, but there's things that ChatGPT can do that they've blocked from, you know, you being able to do to where it can give you information on how to exterminate mass amount of people. So you know, so it, and he said that it'll do it. it it'll be able to. Yeah. It, it, they've already done it. They've already saw that it create yeah. ideas on how to eliminate people.
2: Like I said, it, it depends
0: on whose hands. Yeah. Exactly. Tend. Exactly. It's like it's like um. I don't know. A random analogy. It's like a hammer. You use a hammer to like build a house, but you can also you use, it use it to a kill a man. Yeah. Right. Or brutally honest. Yeah. yeah no. It's or destroy
1: a whole country. <laughs> exactly. It's
2: just like a, a very it's a very powerful tool that can be used in so many different ways. Right, right. So there is like some element of fear uh, yeah. because, you know, anybody can get their hands on it right now. And there's a lot of bad people in the world. Right. Um, That's the only but there's thing. also an element of excitement because, you know, for somebody like, like us who are just, you know, creative people trying to, uh, you know, express themselves... It's, it's like we said before, it's like a tool that helps you, you know, generate ideas. I use it sometimes when I... When I I've, I've been using it for, for D&D. We play a lot of Dungeons & Dragons. Okay. And sometimes I want to I, I wanna create like a character, but I want the character to be based off like a, an already existing mm-hmm. fictitious character. So I asked Chad GPT to generate some statistics for me. Oh, wow. That way I don't have to come up with it myself.
0: And it's yeah. very useful. I asked, I think I told you, but I asked Chad once to make a, a poem. From the Joker to the Batman, and <laughs> it was pretty nice. It was, it was, it wasn't perfect, but it was, it was like, yeah, that's that's the Joker. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's. Wow. It so. Be fun, man. It be fun. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's yeah. a tool. It's a tool. We either learn to use it or or fall behind until it becomes, reappreciated like sourdough. Yeah, it's
2: no different than me confronting a famous director asking him for advice. And if someone wants to use it for evil, them confronting somebody, right. you know, like a like a some kind of biochemist, yeah, exactly, to create some weapon of destruction,
1: you know what I mean? So but that's so great though to be able to have access to a experience an experienced uh, filmmaker, you know, mm-hmm. right in your pocket or right in your app to be able to have that access. Because literally before it existed, we had to read books and uh, yeah. or YouTube, you know, but. Not everything is right now on YouTube, but I do think YouTube is still in the early stages. Is this massive really? library? Yeah, like to me, YouTube—that's <clears throat> both exciting and scary. What that, um, that it's still that YouTube
0: is still in its yeah. early stages, given that it's been around for over <laughs> a, long <laughs> a long years. time, fifteen years. Right, right, right.
1: That's I, cool. I think I think um, I think is is it brings in the organic knowledge or like a learning platform. Compared to AI uh, for people who relate better with other people. Um, I mean, of course, AI is integrated all through YouTube as well, but I think YouTube is a library versus like um, Instagram or TikTok, which are social media platforms and they have.
0: Yeah, there's a huge difference in my opinion. Yeah, like social,
1: yeah. like when you think social media video form, you
0: think TikTok or it's instant gratification. I feel YouTube yeah. is more. Let's sit down and get to know each other. Let's talk mm-hmm. about something.
1: Yeah, it's a little bit analytical yes. for analytical people. Because when people make videos, you kind of have to be a little analytical to create the content and create the script or whatever you're doing. Your public speaking, whatever it is you're going to be doing on YouTube, you have to be strategic. And all the videos, or the I recently realized that all the people that I follow or subscribe to on YouTube... They're very analytical. I was listening to this one video by Andre Jick. I don't know if you know who he is, but he is. a
0: uh, after this. He's, he's a
1: financial advisor. Well, he's not a financial. He say he's not a financial advisor, but he um, give financial advice on YouTube, and he broke down, a, you know, just the concept of tipping, right? And of course, we we've heard, you know, that before about how tipping is is flawed but he got into it very deep and i was like i don't know anyone who would sit here and listen to this obviously it, he got like you know a lot of views on the video so there's people out there but no one that i know that would would actually watch the video No hardly any of the videos i share a video with someone they may have listened or watched maybe like 3 minutes and you know i can't blame them because most of the videos i send them are over 30 minutes to an hour long but yeah you know but i i, I look at a lot of youtube I have a subscription, so I can skip past the commercials. You know, it's fun. I
2: always say that YouTube is one of the greatest teachers you
1: can have. Yes, that's it has great. been my greatest teacher. Yeah,
2: I've learned a lot just that's, by going on YouTube. Anytime, pretty, anytime it's I got something.
1: You do the subscription.
2: Yeah, you know, free videos. Just watch a couple ads. Anytime I need to do some kind of maintenance or anything to my car. Yes. YouTube. Yes. And yeah. now, now I know how to do it. Right. You know.
1: Right. Yeah, so shout out to YouTube. Shout out to YouTube. The whole, you know, Alphabet, Google platforms. um, I hear that they are doing really well with AI too, but then I'm hearing also uh, that they kind of just fed off of everybody else's AI. Since they had the money and the, 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 you know, the power to do it, they were able to just recreate everything that was already built. (laughs) But I'm looking forward to more AI. I literally just, I don't know if we're still talking about AI too much, but uh, I, I had a, I had a, photo shoot with like a pastor and his wife and his kids and they're like I guess coordinator hit me up a year later which was yesterday and said hey with this picture can you somehow rebuild his arms because you know the the, the frame was was like he was had his arm crossed and the frame stops like right here and I was like I've never done that, and I was like, I may I look on Fiverr to see if I can find someone, or you know. And so I did reach out a few times, but now I was like, you know what? Let me just Google to see if AI <laughs> has something. And there was literally, um, I think it was from from Google, um, like to extend the image. I popped it in there, and it literally just created his arms easily. And then so I took him into Photoshop, cropped him out because the background was supposed to be a green background but um, it started doing other stuff with the background. So I just cropped them out and then sent them a, a, a PNG. And they was like, oh, it's perfect. And I told them that I used AI. I didn't really do too much. It was like, it's amazing, thank you. And I was like, well, AI is, is the shit. Mm-hmm. It's a tool, man. Yeah. yeah. It's a tool. Yeah, how I use it and build,
0: build something with it. Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Well, with anything and everything, um, just to kind of go off the YouTube uh, channel, um YouTube uh what I liked about YouTube sorry it's just I'm used to hearing myself and we switched headphones I'm like what oh (laughs) I hear hear everything in real life but um what I liked about YouTube on top of what we said is that for the most part there comes a point when you have like popularity you have to consider the algorithm and all that stuff but a lot of the times when you watch YouTube videos, you're watching people just talk about what they're passionate about, mm-hmm. whether it's finances. Uh, you can ask him and my girl. Like, for some reason, I've been into watching videos about ships lately. I've been, like, oh, lasting no. videos about Titanic for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's just, it's cool seeing these different communities expressing their interests with other people. So, that's yeah, nobody, back,
2: Nobody's making YouTube videos about something they don't like.
0: And going back to like right. what we were saying about like the podcast and everything, like at the end of the day, it'll be nice if people tune in and we get like a good amount of traffic. But whether it's thirty minutes or an hour or two, I just enjoy sitting here having a good conversation with their company. I enjoyed making lighting exercises because I learn and then I get to share it. Uh, I enjoy. I've learned. My enlightenment has been that I, I just want to be able to enjoy the things i want to experience without worrying about strategy or or um or algorithm or or trends which of course there comes a point that you want to consider those things to have more visibility but Mm. that's that's for me it's secondary that's like i don't want to follow what People are doing i want to yeah have we're we're at a voice. point where
2: we want to be aware of those things but
0: not make it a priority so right right it's it's that's enlightenment don't let's, let's seal the circle that's that's what i think enlightenment is nice nice <laughs> um you're a business owner too uh, yes you have an agency I believe
1: yes I have actually I have two companies um, and also the one time yeah one time well it's funny it's like you said it just like everybody says it just because of the way it's spelled but it's literally you know when you're on the, on the set you have a a one ton yeah. or three ton or a five yeah. ton. But they, people still say like wonton or like put like the accent or something yeah. on it. Is this wonton
2: <laughs> truck? Yeah, it's like wonton grip truck.
1: <laughs> and it's two black guys who own it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, I have um, an agency um, where I switched from it being a production company because I stopped wanting to uh has changed my time for money and i realized that i was giving more and more value than what i was being paid so i said you know what it's time to like how, how you 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 pretty much you ask questions of how you it was off mic and you said um when someone has an idea or something they want to do like a project and you you ask them you kind of vet them you know to see where where they are so you can kind of help guide them into what, they are, what their already mission is or their purpose mm-hmm. and that's what you do as an agency you talk to a business and instead of talking about video you talk about what are your goals and it's like okay you called me why you didn't call me necessarily to make a video what do you think the video would do you know it's like what are, what are your what's the outcome it's like okay well I want to get, like, if you're a real estate agent, I want to get, you know, um, another client. Uh, How many clients do you want? You know, it's like literally how many clients do you want? If you want one, an extra one per month, that's 12 in a year. Do you expect this one video to do that? You know what I'm saying? It's like, or what are your expectations? Because I don't think one video will, will last the whole year without other consistencies and you know you really need more content not one video isn't going to do it um but if we are talking about this month if you need three clients how many like is that if that client is going to generate seven thousand dollars from you and you're trying to get three that's uh twenty one thousand dollars that you're trying to make off of this video but you're expecting me to make a video for eight hundred you know it just don't make sense that you're trying to flip eight hundred dollars into twenty one (laughs) thousand it don't really make sense um even drug dealing is good, quote unquote, good money if you're able to flip and, and make double. <laughs> you know, so it's like, you know, if you want to make 21,000, at least invest 20 percent of that into a strategy, not a video, but in a strategy of how which if we do make um, like we just do videos, which video should come first? Which what topics should we discuss? How should we put our call to action? How should we close out um each video, or what? What's the theme? Like, what do we? So all of that makes the 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 our clients think more, which then makes them feel like we have an authority on what they need. So it makes them feel like they trust us a little bit more than just like a video company that makes video. It's like, hey, it's a gamble because I don't know if your video is gonna be any good, you know. But if you're an agency, it's like, okay, we, we are making four great videos for you. If the first one isn't up to par, then we we do it again. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's what we're doing. We're, it has, not, has nothing to do with how many videos. I mean, like, how much... Like, if we're going to make four videos, we're going to make four videos maybe out of eight videos that we went down to make. So it's really working with the, the business as the business versus as a vendor, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's what my agency does.
0: Nice. And the, the one-ton...
1: He's still doing it. Yeah, the wonton. Um, it's the same thing. I don't know what the hell is he talking about. <laughs> the wonton soup. Yeah. Oh well. It. It. We. We didn't want to compete with the market. Yeah. Because
0: there's. There's. I want to say it's not a gimmick. It's you have a. It's not what it seems. When you see it, it's not what it seems. You want to elaborate on it?
1: Yeah. Um. Well, what, what do you mean? Like <laughs> when you
0: when. So if I uh, without any visual context of, if I ask for a
1: one ton truck Yeah, okay. Well so yeah, so um
0: Which I think is a good <clears> selling point because it's different.
1: Yeah, uh, a lot of the issues that we had when renting out, you know, grip trucks is where to park it. Um not fitting in um parking decks, being not not being able to be used as just a regular vehicle if someone pick it up they can't use it really is just to drive around and you also don't shoot from it you know so you can't really it's not safe unless you take everything out to you know to to have a person back there while you're traveling and trying to shoot so we wanted to kind of resolve those issues with a, a solution in a minivan and in this minivan and we called it one time because most of our competition or the people that are already doing their thing uh they have three tons and five tons and th- you Know they want to go big, very ambitious, and we don't want to compete with that. We wanted to keep it compact, discreet, to not let people know that it's a, 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 a grip truck or that gr- uh, thousands of dollars worth of gears inside. Um, and we wanted to cater to those who are more corporate, corporate, uh, type clients people who travel and fly in and need not only to run a, a vehicle for themselves, but also to you know have all the production gear needs that they. They would need on set so yeah so we we decided to create that and it's not where we wanted to be yet but uh we're gonna we're going to use i think it's google's um advice to one of my friends she she has a, a a beauty salon and she went to like a google event and while she was there they mentioned it's like how can you integrate technology in your company so she thought of a way and she pitched it to them while she was there and they paid her to to say that, to kind of like speak on that in like different um, countries. So she went overseas talking about how she's going to integrate Google technology or just technology in general with her beauty, her beauty salon. And so we thought of the same way. It's like, okay, how can we use that? All the gear, it would be nice in a perfect world where if you had a, a production that you, you know, like a film or something that you need to be done and you could go to um, like a a a garage lockbox where you can uh, do do put the code in that you just got the grip band is in there full gear you you travel with it and if you don't know how to use some of the gear you scan the QR code for like the Nova the um, aperture Nova it's a light LED light and it, it'll pop up a video of us showing them how to put it together um, and put it back into the uh, the, 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 the case and um, and yeah, it would make it more user friendly to where just the average person who wanted to just pick up an Uber or a Lyft could also pick up a one time. Um and, and that's that's the goal. We haven't gotten fully there yet, but we we're pretty we're pretty close, about sixty, seventy percent there. Right. Nice. So it sounds like you're that's trying to uh, sounds like you're Thank trying you. to like also accommodate the prosumer level uh yes in the industry. Yes, exactly. Is exactly. yes. that because the reason why is because video it has become um less about how professional you are and people are shooting stuff on their phone and they still need you know gear and, and stuff like that so and content is king especially today where everyone is is incentivized for you to be a creator so it's like how do we we, we capitalize on that we just create a solution
0: nice yeah it's a pretty cool And you're doing
2: concept. it in a, in a very unique way too which I think adds
0: you know value to the company, it's not like they're just Thank throwing you. shit in the fucking van. Yeah, they, exactly. actually, they actually build out compartments yeah. and all that. Yeah. So it was it was pretty clutch. Uh, I got the pleasure to work with it like once it's, or twice. Yeah, it's oh awesome. It's novel. Yeah. Thank and you. it's like it's 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 I mean you, you guys wear it. it's 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 its own merch. Oh like, yeah. Like yeah. you, they have a shirts that. Has the actual van with some like stands and yeah, stuff. yeah, with the actual gear on. Like, it. No wontons on it, right? <laughs> it should though.
1: It should I know surprise. we was thinking about some kind of marketing strategy using using wontons. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I mean, the name in itself. Even if if you
0: like say it wrong or right, it's 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 fun to say. There's fun in it. It's like oh yeah yeah. Wonton? Why would you name your drip company a wonton? Like oh no, there's I don't know. It's 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 clutch so thank you thank you nice um are you working on any even even if it's like
2: pre-production stage are you working on any films at the moment
1: actually i i got it after finishing this book um i got like this flame right on the tip of my butthole (laughs) (laughs) and um I'm, i'm on fire right now and so i um I, I, I'm I like 98% done with this short film that I just pitched to Justin. Uh, Jay Wyatt, he's the co-owner of One Time With Me. And I pitched it to him and told him about it. And he was like, "Yo, you got to let me produce this. And so um, I'm very excited about that. that. That is one that I plan on shooting before June 19th. Um, and yeah, I think what my goal is, though, is to show Atlanta that you can make some really good shit with um, I don't want to say with a little because I plan to make to, to put as much as I can and it get as many people get it like try to get I got friends who have like Sony um, Venice you know that I would love to 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 use on the on the shoot but if I don't I'm still going to use the FX3 and on the Ronin or I'll do the Venice on like the steady cam but we'll see as far as like how how it goes but I'm very passionate and, and excited about this project don't be this is for the
0: people on this table and also the people listening don't be intimidated by the lack of resources I think we mentioned right. in one of our videos mm-hmm. having lack of resources just promotes more creativity Mm -hmm. yeah it challenges
2: your creativity so bring it it on you think outside of the box what can i do with what i have right now you said
0: june yeah before june 19th so the 10th and 11th i'm booked other than that call me i got you my brother whether it's like (laughs) whether it's steering people clear from that flamey (laughs) butthole (laughs) like guys you don't want to be behind that like (laughs) You're gonna 86 if you're gonna do that. We
1: might have to give, get a checkup after. <laughs> um,
0: wow! No, but we can help. We can help you with. Um, we can help you with lighting. We can help mm-hmm. you with camera. We can help you with not sound. We can, <laughs> we sound. can help. I we can, can help, be very versatile. I can help uh, Jay with a uh, or whatever. Like yeah. you have family here, so like whatever I you need. Appreciate it. Um, I know you guys have your own stuff, but like. I have stuff too that I'm more than yeah. happy to provide. I have a a haze machine. Yeah, I also um, I also uh, like to do write. BTS too. So, if you want, if
2: you if you ever want to develop any uh, script or anything, you can hit me up. Cause oh I love, wow, I love reading and 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 people's things and giving them advice and stuff. Wow. And today, dude, I was watching. we were talking about YouTube earlier. Uh-huh. Like one of your one of the good teachers is YouTube. Uh, earlier today at work, I was just listening to. Um, this this YouTube channel that's like about screenwriting, about storytelling, and I was just like binging this guy's videos, and it gave me it gave me a little flame in my butt. <laughs> like it makes me want to do some writing, you know.
1: I wonder if it's the same guy um I uh, watch on YouTube because he definitely goes. Analytical again, you know, when it comes to storytelling and character development, all that good stuff. I don't remember his name. Me neither, but I probably could bring because I, I, I watch his stuff a lot. I probably could bring it up after this or mm, yeah. while we own it. But you said um, I could, I could, I could send you a synopsis mm-hmm. and and if you like the synopsis, send you the script. The script is probably going to be about five pages. Right now Sweet. it's at four. Yeah. So yeah, but it, at the end of the day, the way I'm pacing it, it'll probably still be about seven or eight minute, maybe no more than ten short film. Lovely man. Let us know, yeah, and the earliest convenience,
0: so we can block it out for you. Yeah, sure, absolutely. I'll make sure that happens. I mean, weekends are better for him, but with me, I think I'd weekends are better for me too. Either
2: way, man. Either way, in the any evening really, as long as we don't have any like prioritized commitments. Right. Right. Yeah. Sure. I mean, definitely yeah, make time it. for you.
0: We're,
1: we're freelancers. I know. I exactly. get it. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're free until we're not yeah
0: exactly <laughs> yeah um do you do you have experience with comedy
1: yeah actually um foul mouths of teenage rage was a comedy it was really? a raunchy comedy nice. but yeah it was Lovely, very a good raunchy. comedy
0: oh, then this is yeah. gonna be great to the proposition I have
1: oh wow um, yeah
0: we were shooting something in June 10th and 11th and it's something that I kind of created out of like uh uh like absurd uh circumstance that I reflected to mm-hmm. um Right now, it's a standalone, but after talking to the team, we're going to try to turn it into like a mini-series, uh, okay. an anthology. Uh, mm-hmm. So, every story is different, but it has uh, a reflecting theme. It's called Life Happens. Um, stay tuned for Life Happens. So. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, we're actually very excited. And when you brought up the point about making it that it was you said it was originally going to be cuz when he sold it to us he was like, "Oh, it's a short film, kind of like a skit." And we we're like, "Yeah, it's pretty funny." You know, and then when you when you said that it was originally supposed to be a series, and like everything clicked in my brain. I was like, "Okay, so Yeah, this is this could definitely make a really good series of just like so let's take
0: advantage that things that damn, happen in life you know let's take advantage that there there might not be na- too many listeners watch this be the one that blows up yeah <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so life happens pitch me yeah, yeah. Uh, what is life that? happens is essentially uh it's saturation of the misfortunate events that we encounter uh that's narrated by this like over the top narrator but the thing is that the narrator doesn't come to work towards the end he's a very invasive very kind of like sophisticated but also very hood so mm-hmm. he's going from like welcome guys you're watching life happens you better not fucking interrupt me right now <laughs> type of thing uh, so he's also fourth wall breaking uh-huh. but the one that we're shooting is essentially the, the the moral of the story is always blow your food because shit, may, shit might be hot and it's because the the whole thing, mm. the whole premise is a girl. Uh, spoiler alert: the whole the girl is out studying at a cafe. She orders a, a chocolate croissant, and without thinking, she bites it and burns her mouth. Later, she goes to the apartment, um, or we go to the apartment, and the husband, the boyfriend, or husband comes and sees her mouth filled with like paper towels because that's her approach to try to, alleviate the heat. Mm. Um, And it's just like this whole little cuteness and whatever and then they're having an intimate moment and then pops comes out the narrator um and yeah this the whole the whole theme is laughing about those outrageous moments in life that we can reflect and look back and this this is true story because my ex whenever she ate spicy food she Uh would put napkins in her mouth and i just (laughs) thought that was fucking crazy and funny (laughs) so um one of my one of our team members uh, his idea that we're gonna consider is um someone trying to propose to someone but Mm -hmm. every time he proposes either a truck drives by or a leaf blower so it's not it it. audible <laughs> so yeah. i don't I, I don't know if you're catching on but that's
1: like totally. uh, these are real relatable um, situations ha- yeah make that's fun. what make make it so funny you know what i'm saying that's what and I that's feel why it's called life happens that's dope so that's mm-hmm. uh we want we have
0: we have a lot of concepts the idea is that we want to we want to like submit one by one mm-hmm. uh, we're think we're thinking six episodes for the f- for the pilot season or whatever you want to yeah, call it six episodes p- per series uh we're gonna start with that to see if where it goes yeah and the approach or the, the the technique that we want to do is or the strategy we want to take is we submit per completion and then once the whole complete uh, when the, once the whole series is completed then we regroup and say what do we want to do, do We want to put it on youtube right do we want to put it on prime but it's it's also going back to what you're saying about the whole right, what you know, and what you have access to. Yeah. It's something that's very
1: easy, like, I don't know. Very,
2: very relatable.
1: Yeah, and it's funny. So, so, are y'all, you saying you're shooting on 10th, 10th and 11th? Yeah. Um, how many of you guys are shooting?
0: Uh, So, I'm trying to uh, uh, crew up a small team. Um, it's right now, what? I can't, I, I wouldn't be able to tell you off the, I think it's like 10 people.
2: Yeah, yeah, about 10, give or take
0: it's 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 changed probably because we've had to change dates due to like complications uh, but right now we're looking for a gaffer um because mm-hmm. he's i'm directing he's dp'ing uh, nice my my other friend he's uh he's uh Dean and editing um i have someone that can ac and we're just trying to find a,
1: a gaffer to kind of yeah, we
0: got sound yeah we have sound
1: so wow so so, and you're gonna shoot like one episode for the the 10th and 11th or yeah because it's That'll it's be
0: uh, the pilot episode okay and it's also also going back to like using resources um um there's two scenes the second scene is here in the apartment because it's the whole like encounter of like what the fuck do you have in your mouth type of thing uh-huh uh and then the opening scene is at a cafe we were talking to some cafes and we're we had some resources to do it for free um but the there was like scheduling issues but Mm. then we remember like wait our boy lives like far as hell but he has a nice like backyard let's i bought like three sets of tables we set dressed it and this is we made we're making a a cafe out of nothing what Uh, let me Mm -hmm. show you
1: Oh, so y'all already went over there and did some some prep?
0: We we're we're revisiting because the um the prep that we had has it's a little outdated due to like change of locations and concepts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's not a cafe. Ah,
1: oh, oh my gosh, yeah, that def I can see lighting that and you can definitely make that feel like like a cafe in the backyard. Also like,
0: can we talk about this fucking? amount of daylight that's in the day like yeah why is the sun going down like at 10 p.m what is this it's ridiculous like haven't you noticed oh wow what time is it it's 843 and the sun's still
2: out it's 843 and it's still light out
0: oh wow i mean that's weird (laughs) that that, that's brought a challenge to us but what we decided is that we're just gonna get minimum a 600 uh d and just like blast it and give the illusion of like
1: just Magic Hour the whole time. If we we have, have a 600C for you, if you need it. Yeah. what? A 600C, which is, you know, it's, L, it's color, RGB. Mm. Mm. So uh, we also have a Nova, so if you need both of those, you know. Yeah, we can talk about it after. Yeah.
0: Um, I'm trying to also, like, again, out of pocket, but also um, I'm trying to, where I can, try to, like, compensate people, especially the people that it's hard to, like, like, I'm paying my sound guy because we need sound yeah. um it's just i'd rather go broke and have someone leave with something in their pocket than be stingy about it so uh we try
2: to be very ethical with the people we work anything. with right, right. <clears throat> because we
0: we've all been in
2: situations where you go on to say and it's like they don't treat you right you know, they yeah don't pay you enough yeah. they don't feed you and we don't we want to be people that we want to be a team that people want to come and work with whenever we call on
0: them you feel me and above everything else this is another I can write a book about all my little like quotes uh but um one of my biggest quotes that i sell our experience by is um either either i pay you what you're worth or i treat you what you're worth Mm. so if i can't pay i'm gonna make sure that your experience there is solid that you're fed well that you're treated well not no ot 12 hour day it's 12 hour day meaning like we're out the door on the 12 hour mark um so in regards to like resources um uh, I can't speak for you or other individuals but like when you help us out
1: we return the favor without any hesitation mm-hmm. so I mean I, I'm, I'm happy to help you know what I mean and, and I, I think that like you said how you said that um your enlightenment is is clarity and doing what what you are aligned with really right and, and doing I see, what you want to do yeah it. and and w- when i see you doing that i think it it only makes me want to help you know it only makes me like encourage that so whatever you need man i got you especially when it comes to um any kind of gear combo stands lights or um We're even even that. some some consultation about post or anything because you know it's a lot of stuff that i i i am tapped into that i don't use too often and i just i love to to, to answer questions so hit me up anytime bro vice versa i mean i don't know if i can beat you and that but
0: wow. uh whatever wherever i can fill in a gap i'm there right right, um, right. and also kind of since we're talking about like morals and just like approaches on how we see things and how we work uh World premiere of our of our core values. Uh, you, I, I told you later, uh, not or later. I told you earlier that our cores are in line with the word art. Right. Um, and this happened by accident. No, no, no joke. But um, our three core values are: we can always do better. A for always. Um, there's only the right way. And Excellence takes time. Wow. Those are our core values because it's it's happened by without it was unintentional. I, I just caught myself so saying always we can do better, it can be better and through like kind of making joke of it uh we kind of like said you know what no yeah it's that's fact like we can always do better there's it's kind of like what matthew mcconaughey said on one of his uh oscar speeches like he he isn't his superhero is him 10 years from now Mm -hmm. yeah i saw that he's never like satisfied because then there's nothing to shoot for Mm -hmm. so i think if we always if we always take knowledge that we can have we could have done something better if we take knowledge that that things of excellence takes time you don't you can't rush it mm-hmm. and that the only way to do things is the right way the end result isn't you can't isn't, lose yeah.
1: like how you said' don't, you can't you can't mess up and um and there's always a lesson even if you think you've exceeded yeah, there's always exactly a lesson. and that's why you can't mess up because there's always growth in it and just that you can you know always do better it also motivates um like how you said it motivates you to continue to get better because if you don't feel that if you don't have that 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 10-year version of you that's ahead of you then you you won't have anything to strive for but as long as you have something that you never could reach you always be more ambitious you're always Trying to go harder, going better, and so it's actually healthy. I think as any any uh, medium or industry that you are you are going to be faced with competition. Yes. So you need like um, like some kind of like, like art. You need that that concept, that whole thing, and anything you do because if you don't, you'll just fall on the wayside.
0: And mm-hmm. also in this world of chaos and like controversies and just polarizing opinions um a lot of people get lost in the sauce like you said where they panic over the things that in reality they have no control over Mm -hmm. i through for clarity first of all our mind is a muscle we need to remember that that it's never going to be easy but if we just train it whatever we feed is what we receive yeah so i've trained myself time after time to like just feed myself positive energies because honestly the alternative is no better so um when when people get lost in this whole like chaos that's happening around us whether it's ignorant or whatever i choose to flip the coin into a different perspective so let's like when the whole situation of like um what is it um it's not turkey what's um what's that place that russia is fighting with um, Ukraine. Ukraine when the whole Ukraine thing happened people were freaking out about World War Three and all that um, for me I changed the narrative in my book and I told myself well hell or well shit, more of a reason to get going because if something were to happen and everything were to cease because of the war I want to make sure that before that happened I did as much as I could of what I wanted to do yes same thing with the pandemic Uh, Even though a lot of people flourished in the pandemic because they they did. um, There's always going to be something trying to close that door, build a higher barrier to keep you away. So instead of living in in fear of what's to come, try to make do with what you got in the present Mm -hmm. and prepare for the future or the tomorrow and just keep going, keep going. Because you never know when... I'm drawing a little dark here, but you never know when it's the last time you'll open your eyes. Yeah. it's funny you say that. I had that
1: conversation today too. It's where you you want to get what's in you out of you. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, as soon as possible. <laughs> it's not it's
2: not so much of a want, more of a need.
1: Yeah, it's a need. It's a need because you are you have this this value that no one else in the world have. And you have to understand that concept is that every single person has something to give and it's so tragic that a lot of people don't—they don't do it on purpose, or they can't because someone, you know, takes their life or you know stops them, incarcerate them, whatever it is. Um, it is a need to get it out, and I've been doing a lot of self-work to where I—I I like was inside of myself, you know. I was, I was really focused on my thoughts, on my thinking, my, my ideas, respect. to the point where I had got complacent in a sense of like. It became enough to do that to be internal and to be like you know what everything happened around me don't have to don't matter if I don't do anything else I'm fine but then I had to realize that now I have built all this stuff inside of me that I needed to now put it out and that's what I'm doing this year it's like do do do. and then of
0: the day and just with anything and everything in today's like virtual society this probably didn't get some hate first of all so what but the point is if something's hard just do it like uh, a lot of people get lost in the labeling and the like i have this i have this i have that it's unfortunate yes and it doesn't take away from the from the hurdles that you have to embark on but like i tell people i've told him several times oh you haven't slept well you just got to try harder then like, mm-hmm. you're going to have to try harder today on the podcast to to push and to put face and to just get past the hurdle. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it can always be worse. It, like, look at Michael J. F- uh, Fox. With, like, look at all these people that have accomplished things with so many things going against them. And it's all because they just simply wanted to do. Because they didn't want their condition or their flaw to define them. That's right. just a crutch that they're going to use to motivate themselves to push harder.
1: And, you know, when things get hard, one of the concepts or just like a strategy I have, when things get tough, I start to ask myself, what is the smallest thing I can do to just get that much closer to the goal? And I find out that most of the hard work is really just, mundane work work that tedious or something that is small that you may be overlooking sometimes
2: um, it's a, as, as simple as just starting without yes. thinking just start yeah sometimes you get and, and that happens to me all the time <clears throat> that you get caught up with like the grand scheme of what the, whatever the objective is and you feel like there's so much you have to do to achieve it and then just as simple as just like taking that first step you know how you know when you grow you learn how to walk Mm -hmm. you know one step at a time and then you know first you're crawling then you stand up and you start walking and then you learn how to run so you know you take that for one analogy i like to use sometimes is like getting out of bed in the morning sometimes i struggle so hard to get out of bed Mm -hmm. but i know like the second my feet touch the ground like i'm i'm going you up i'm up Uh, by the way
0: creative motion yeah that's a movie that I made the first ah, okay
2: do, figure out what the first thing is and then do it without thinking yes. about the rest yeah
0: then once that's done figure out what the second thing is and then do it without thinking about the rest right if you want to, yeah if you want to have someone like if you want to like put the brake on someone and kind of like mind fuck them for a bit what I always say I that's, love mind fucking that, that's pretty yeah hell yeah uh, that's pretty simple and straightforward but also like wait what does that mean is and I've told you as well um, if you really want something, you gotta start by wanting it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Like what? You're right. No, it's 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 that simple. You can't you can't do anything if you don't want it bad enough. Mm-hmm. So if you really want something, you gotta start by wanting it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and some people should realize that there's other people that want it even more. Yes. Oh, so you gotta like if you really want it, you know. If at Nick least be reach, given to you. At least reach your hand out and try to grab it. Maybe yes. you won't grab it the first time, but keep doing it until you do.
1: Being intentional, you know, um, having the intention first—it's like, what do you want to do?
2: Yeah, man. Th- this conversation is putting a little fire in my butthole.
1: I <laughs> hope it don't. Oh, sorry, burning now. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm,
2: gonna, I'm gonna use that from now on. <laughs> I'm gonna take that from you. Is anyone's
0: chair also just like sinking? Oh, still warm in here. <laughs> want to starting to smell that. something. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all crazy? <as> well. <laughs> no, that, that's
1: dope. But um, yeah, I I I think that that first step is the doozy. But of course, I heard this lady, I kind of forgot her name. She's a public speaker, um, very successful lady. But you know, the five second rule. It's like whatever it is that you 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 need to do first, count to five, and do it. And as simple as that sound. Yeah. It works. Don't think do.
0: You ever yeah. watch? You ever watch a uh... Whiplash? No, the Whiplash, but it's a good movie. Uh, no, not Whiplash. Uh, we Bought a Zoo. Yes, with uh, Matt Damon. Yes. So, Honey, We Bought a Zoo. <laughs> that tattoo is inspired by what he said to his kid. What he say? That's it. A... Twenty seconds. All it takes is twenty seconds of insane courage, and something great will come out. Oh wow! Matt Damon said
1: that. Yeah. Okay, Matt. And whoever the writer I mean, is. Yeah, not Matt. Matt just <laughs> he's just the actor. Maybe he wrote that line. Who knows? I know, right? Maybe he improved it. But um, but no, that's that, that. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, because sometimes again,
0: we get lost in the sauce of like how to get it done that we just don't even.
1: Yeah, kind right. of just give up or get it out of our mind because it may be too much thinking. Yeah. You know? By the time we're ready to
0: start, we're already worn out by all the things. Yeah, like, exactly. Oh, that sounds too much work. Yeah. Like,
1: no, just you want to
0: do a podcast. That's
2: that's that's probably my biggest struggle. You know, overthinking. You know, I think because mm-hmm. of ADHD and stuff, but I tend to overthink a lot of stuff because I have I have so I have I have so much ambition and and I have so many things that I want to do. And I really do want to do them. And then sometimes I sit down and I think about all the things I want to do, and I'm like, "Fuck, that's too many things."
0: Mm, yeah, it all that is is overthinking. Yeah. And it kind of falls yeah. in line with what I said yesterday too. Like, it's good to have.
2: It starts with one. You literally said that. It starts with one. You it starts
0: with one, and also learn how to digest more. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we're just regurgitating the information. Yeah, and mm. I got a slow
2: metabolism, man. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> shit bro i don't know i don't know what to tell you about that can we switch exactly <laughs>
1: the opposite. You said digest more I, is that in line with like um like learning
0: more whatever you can perceive it and when when i said it yesterday i meant like i understood it, it more.
2: i understood it as like take everything that you have to do and process it little by little that that's be how a, I understood that could what be you, a are, factor you of said,
0: it. and that's also not on It's not wrong. Um, when I say digest, or when I'm digesting stuff, it's more like I'm letting it. I'm I'm absorbing all the the information. I'm letting it kind of like cultivate mm-hmm. an ecosystem of its own, and kind of be like, okay, mm. I see what you're trying instead to. Instead of fighting with all the information, just yeah, instead kinda of, of like... just trying to like move through the checklist yeah like, okay so why is this what you want to do or what is the intentions i kind of like what bless you bless your nostrils you good yeah thank you that was on fire right no that was snot okay <laughs> let's fire up the nose that's not gonna be fun
2: well
1: that makes you weird dragon but yeah you know what's crazy a friend of mine who actually is um an ad um he um he he told me that uh also I wanna tell you guys this. So I have done the toad medicine, the toad venom, where you know, they, they say he likes, mm, like the toad. Yeah, yeah. But um How actually huh? How was it? It was all right, so it's coined as the God molecule. And if you know about DMT slash like ayahuasca, mm-hmm. um that's coined as the uh, spirit molecule. The reason why that's spirit molecule is because the feeling that you get is like you're still integrated with your spirit, and you, you kind of mesh through all the stuff that, that that you've you've gone through in your life, all the trauma, all that stuff. But the God molecule, it simply sends everything to the center of understanding everything, <laughs> and so you don't. It's not a high. It's not a six-hour thing like DMT or ayahuasca. It was like twenty minutes, and it just took me there. And, um, I actually, uh, another friend of mine wanted to take it, my AD friend, and, um, and I, um, asked him why. And he said that he feels like he's not doing enough in his life, but he's doing so much. He's like, he's keeping it. He's, he's, he's pushing it but he feels like he needs to be in a level where like the CEOs of big companies and they're so busy he feel like he can handle that type of work and I was like you know what I felt that way too I don't feel that way anymore but I felt that way it was like nothing I did was enough it was like and people were like, "You're doing so much. You done did so much." And I'm like, "To be honest, I really feel like I'm doing maybe 30 percent of what I'm capable of." I feel that constantly. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Believe it
0: or not. See,
1: yeah, and so so what happened was is that I started to read more, and reading is fun and mental, but um, but but it it definitely allowed me to realize that there are people out here who have succeeded in doing those things and uh, and accomplishing those goals and coming from less. And that made me, and understanding that made me realize that, oh, wow, like, I don't feel that way no more. I don't feel, I feel like I'm just so abundant. I feel great. Everything I do, even if I'm not physically doing anything creative, I feel like I'm just so busy, focused on me. Now, it's only when I start to do things. All right, so my, my new motto is, help others as long as it doesn't hurt me at first i used to help others even if it hurt me even if it cost me you know like i i I would go into debt and can't get out because of helping people you know and so now i realize that the smarter thing to do is to be able to help yourself you'll be able to help more people and um and that is what has allowed me to be like okay in my time in a day do i delegate and give it to something else that is not even in my strategy. Because when I do, if it's not, um, if it's not scheduled right, I can get anxiety. I start to feel like I'm not doing enough. I start to feel like I'm not focused, all those things. We all have like, in my opinion, this internal um, goal or like it's our purpose to be the spokesperson for our own goals or for what comes out of our mind. What is it that you want to happen in this world? What is it that you want to experience? And make those things priority. And when I do that, even me waking up and not getting to do any work or working out or doing anything for the first hour or two when I wake up, it feels so like I'm doing exactly what I need to do. You're doing you. Yeah, yeah, and that has helped a lot.
0: And I think to go to what you said about helping others as long as this doesn't hurt you. Mm -hmm. That, again, a sense of clarity and enlightenment uh, is needed because the harsh reality, whether we like to admit it or not, because we, we, I don't think anyone wants to be the bad guy, but you just have to be aware. And you have to be aware that to help someone, that person needs to, one, be able to welcome the help, and Mm -hmm. second, be open to then help themselves. Because right. it does, cause then it doesn't go anywhere. You just you're just spoon feeding people. Right, you're not right. really like in, like nourishing self independence of how to how can I help myself. Mm. So I think everyone in this table is on that same tra- uh, trajectory. I know I've shifted already that I don't wanna if it if it if it's a inconvenience on my end. I don't. I don't want to invest the time because, and and that inconvenience is on a very narrow tunnel. So it's not like I won't help at all, but I need to know that you're doing something about, you're doing something for yourself for me to say, okay, you know what?
1: I'm more than happy to help out. Right. Because you're truly helping them. Yeah. Because if if they're not doing it for themselves, then are you helping or are you doing it for them? (laughs) You know? So, yeah.
0: So... Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. man. When
1: you go to the gym
2: and you got a spotter, the spotter's not lifting it for you. No, he's just there. Right. Spotter's guiding you.
1: Right. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Be the spot. I make I make analogies for everything. I hear it, and I'm feeling them. <laughs> yeah, I
0: think. I think. I think we're we're joining that point where I think it's a nice place to yeah. seal it to kind of get to the famous old question. You yeah. You, you don't know the famous old question. You kind of Uh-oh. answered it earlier. Yeah, oh, he, he answered a lot, dude. He, he answered a lot in just his intro. Yeah. Oh so, wow. Yeah.
2: You you answered a question that we always ask at the end of a podcast earlier in a sen- You he even used the sentence. This is this. Why don't you ask him what the question is? Okay,
0: so just because me, I'm always oh, I'm I'm a little extra, so I'm always like giving backstory. I had a podcast before this called um, what was it called? Uh, simply talk. -hmm. And it was similar concept. Um,
2: No offense, I like creative vices as a name. For sure. (laughs) Is that a simple talk? Yeah.
1: For
0: sure. Facts. Um, That was a good one. You did
2: good on that name.
0: But uh, because we we touched on it in this episode, that a lot of things that we welcome and and give is also driven by like perception on the surroundings. Um, So. Creativity in itself is a sense of self-interpretation. So I really, I'm really curious to know, what does creativity mean to you?
1: Creativity to me, and I don't want to repeat what I said. but um, It's fine. We have the budget. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing that comes to my mind with creativity is putting two things together. And and or two or more things together, and that has literally been my, like my motto or just the thing I live by, um, in everything I do. And when I feel like I'm lacking creativity, I feel like maybe I'm not putting the two, the two two right things together, or I may need to add something else, you know. And so, just like with filmmaking, I think creativity is um is the entire process, from beginning, middle, and end. And creativity is actually business. Creativity is things that are things that are not creative. (laughs) Creativity is everything. Yes, everything is creativity. Mm -hmm. And um, that's a good answer. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? Like, just you know what? Creativity is everything.
0: I mean, going back to like the Creative Talk Days, my one of my friends, he's an engineer. He he, well, he used to work for. For General Electric's, and he was like in charge of like the the wind propellers, Uh Um, and he said, "Oh, I'm not. I don't have a creative job." i mean "What are you talking about? Your whole, like, what do you think spawned that Mm -hmm. creation of wind Mm -hmm. energy? Someone thinking differently. Yes, creativity is thinking outside the box, challenging the norm, like doing
2: what I what I always how, how I always think of it. What creativity to be? Um, is whether it's like, regardless of the field, you know, whether it's a more mathematical field of, uh, uh, of study or 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 what we do, something artistic. Creativity for me is even if it's subconscious or uh, intentional, is is just the expression of yourself based on, the experiences that you have had, in your mm. life. You know, everything that you have done, said, or heard has in one way or another wow. shaped the way that you see things and the way that you um, the, the way that you absorb uh, information and I think that when you are quote unquote creative is how you express yourself based on those elements um, whether it's something that you do subconsciously or whether it's something that you do intentionally like if I'm writing a script, I'm writing stuff because it's stuff that I have learned, whether I read it somewhere, I experienced it, I've heard a story about it. And when I speak, yeah. it's because I speak based on the people that have been around me. I speak like like where I grew up, you know, how I was nurtured, you know?
1: I like that because that makes, that kind of makes what I said a little bit more esoteric or like um unique when when each person, because every person has their own experience of life. Yeah. So that means that anyone that is expressing creativity is expressing it from within, and it's unique. It's every unique. time, every single time. Mm-hmm.
0: That's why it's the famous old question. I got goosebumps from that. Kind of, I got goosebumps <laughs> from that. Yeah. That's why we end the show with that, because it's it's even if even if it's the same person, I'll bet you as an aperture 600c that tomorrow you're gonna wake up and be like, damn, I should have said that instead. <laughs> <laughs> right. Be like, yo, right. Andy. I owe you a 600 <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> But it's real. Like, my my perception on it, creativity changes per show because yeah. I learned something. Yeah, you creativity is learning. Yeah,
2: you learn something. Creativity
0: is intake. Yeah, you intake can give – You can tell someone to write
2: a script. or You can give someone the same script, two people the same script, and tell them to shoot it. Yes. And it's going to be two different movies. Well, the
1: movie the, – the show, have you seen this? It's a series on, I think, HBO called The Chair. And – um. I think Matt Damon and um the guy from Star Trek who played the uh the weird one, the one who um with the black hair with the ears. Zachary Levy? That's the real name of him or is
2: yeah, the actor's name? I can't remember his name. But yeah, that played Spock.
1: Yes, yeah. yes. Um they they um produced this thing called I think it's it's called the chair, but it was through this company called Greenlight or something like that. But basically they had a script and they had the, the dude from YouTube, uh Shane I don't know if y'all know Shane, he's like a big YouTuber. Um they gave him a script and they gave this other filmmaker, a woman, a script. The same script. Sorry, Zachary Quinto.
2: That's his name. My bad.
1: Zach, yes, that's his name.
2: What did you say at first? I said Zachary Levy. Which oh, I, which I think is the, the Shazam, the Shazam guy. guy, yeah. Oh okay, yeah, okay. Zachary Quinto, that's the spark.
1: Yeah, and that that whole like they you you see from beginning, middle, and end, they show you the process. They give them each, I think, a hundred thousand dollars to make the movie. And they made two totally different films. Uh, Shane made a comedy. Uh, the, the girl made like this drama. And her, to be honest, hers was kind of boring. Uh-huh. But it was, it was even though hers was boring, it was more in line with filmmaking and yeah. film, loving of filmmaking. Shane's was funnier and more entertaining, but it was less, you know, you could tell that, you know, he wasn't focused on being... A director necessarily. He was acting in it too. He was starring in it. But as you see the process from the line producers of each project. Um, they they had to like cater to the changes of what the directors wanted, and it was like, how did the this film come out so different <laughs> when they had the same script? Yeah. So you're totally right. That would be a whole a dope thing to have here in a short form. You know, like same script, two directors making like a five minute short film, and um, just seeing what comes. And not a competition. Well, it could be just like an audience choice, you know, competition type thing. Um, I think that would be dope.
0: Yeah, let's.
1: Yeah. You never know. Maybe. We,
0: be cool. Uh, we can talk about it and we can cultivate something. Yeah. To yeah we to should. We should. Yeah. We should, uh, that'd be clutch.
2: I, like. It'd be, yeah, it'd be fun to have a little like uh, like a f- little film. We festival.
0: need that, like little little, little exercises here oh, and there. By yeah. way, I want. I, that's. I want to do that again. Back in 2017, uh, I'll tell you more after the podcast ends. But I I, I did a film festival. Um, mm just to kinda of bring the community together and all that shit. It was like ninety percent capacity filled. And I wanna do that for Atlanta. I wanna mm-hmm. like showcase our work and invite other people to showcase theirs and just also give we give them all an opportunity to network with and if each anything other. that could be a great yeah. excuse for us to kinda of like collab in the sense of like finish your short film that hopefully we're gonna help you on. And then we team up to create like a screening that turns into almost like a local wow. event. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I'll be clutch. I, I love your ambition. That's dope. Yeah, it gets me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, with that, I think we've stretched the topic enough. Yeah, uh, that's a great. Yeah. Thank you. Say our goodbyes. Yeah. Thank you so All much
1: right. for being here. Um,
0: great chat. Great,
2: great. You want to plug your book? Dude, plugs, quick. Yeah, plugs. Well, you, well,
1: uh, thank you guys again for having me. Um, I, I, I really. Uh, love this conversation and um, very interesting. And you guys could find me on Instagram at Um And my website is com. And uh, you can find my book on Amazon. Uh, you can type in Cherie and her magical journey of discovery. This book is for ages 7 through 12. Um, and uh, so, yeah. You 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 might be pleasantly surprised when you open it, and um, yeah, I would love to 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 revisit here maybe you know six months to a year from now to to give an update on what we both are doing, what we all are doing here.
0: Absolutely, you never know. You You never know what happens
1: tomorrow. So yes,
0: everything changes. Stay creative and also be a visionary. Be a visionary. All right, good night, guys, or good day. Bye.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's a light out.